At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And the Sports Betting Network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Week 6 in the NFL will wrap up tonight with the Bills at the Titans on Monday Night Football. And congratulations to the favorite backers on Sunday. Favorites this week in the NFL Went 10-3 and three straight up. 8-5, and five, though, against the spread. But really, it was a Sunday dominated by favorites. You see, on Thursday night, the Bucks won, but they didn't cover. On Sunday night, the Steelers won, but they didn't cover. The Sunday day games. And let's just not count the London game, which was early, and the Jags won as an underdog. But the 1 o'clock Eastern time kickoffs, the early window of NFL games on Sunday, seven games, seven favorites, seven wins, seven covers. Favorites dominated. And then the three late games, only one favorite one. That was the Dallas Cowboys. The uh, Raiders win as an underdog and the Cardinals win as an underdog. So this season, favorites lead the way. 57 and 34 straight up with two pickums. Underdogs, though, lead the way, even after a, a big week this week by favorites. Underdogs are still leading the way 49 to 42 against the spread. Unders 
this season still lead the way 50 41 and 2. So unders are hitting this season at 54.9%. Underdogs are hitting this season at 53.8%. While it was a big Sunday for the public, and sportsbooks definitely got crushed, I feel like the sharp better also got crushed too. Um, there was a lot of sharp money coming in on the Browns, given any given the situation that occurred uh, with the Cardinals. There was sharp money on the chat on the um, Chargers, excuse me, um, on the Patriots against the Cowboys. There was sharp money, and it yeah, there were a lot of games that got uh, that got beat up on. Popular underdogs like the Chargers and the Patriots did not cover. The popular favorite in the Cleveland Browns did not cover. The top five consensus picks, though, in the Circa Millions contest went four and one, with the Browns being the only one that did not cover. And that Browns game was just embarrassing. Embarrassing if you backed Cleveland. Embarrassing if you are the Cleveland Browns. And I don't know where this team now goes from here. Because Baker looked terrible. They had every advantage in this game against the Cardinals. Every advantage. The Cardinals came into this game at 5-0. and But they were without a couple of key players and without... Their head coach, offensive coordinator, play caller, Cliff Kingsbury. Vance Joseph, the defensive coordinator, had to take over head coaching duties. And he called it, quote, it was a rough week. No one wavered. No one blinked. Every day, it was bad news. And Kyler Murray said, quote, uh, I couldn't really hear him because it was pretty loud. Because he talked um, talked about the owner, Michael Bidwell, um, said that, you know, he reached Kingsbury, who was able to talk to several players and coaches. He said, Kingsbury, he joked and said Kingsbury's absence allowed him to freelance a little bit more. Quote, it might be a product of not having a coach out there. I have a little more leeway without him. Funny line there from Kyler Murray. It's okay to joke when you're 6-0 and you're feeling good about yourselves. Uh, the Browns, though, had every opportunity, again, going against a shorthanded Cardinals team on the road, having to travel, and being without their co- their head coach and offensive play caller. Well, turns out that not having Nick Chubb was the biggest part of this game. And they also played without starters on their offensive line, which led to Baker Mayfield getting hit, which led to Baker Mayfield re-injuring his shoulder, which led to fumbles. Mayfield committed three turnovers in this game, two fumbles and an interception. Odell Beckham Jr. briefly left the game with a shoulder issue, and uh, Kareem Hunt, left the game with a calf injury. So you're already without Nick Chubb. You're already down some starters on the O-line. 
You're already without Jarvis Landry. Odell Beckham goes down. Kareem Hunt goes down. He was carted to the locker room, by the way. Uh, Kevin Stefanski said that Hunt did not injure his Achilles. He's undergo. He's going to go undergo testing uh, here on Monday. But the Browns now have to deal with all of this and prepare for a game on a short week against the Denver Broncos, and they are five-point favorites. Look, I want to back the Browns, and I want to say, hey, playing at home is going to help them, you know, get right. But they were home here against the Cardinals and got the doors blown off them. This team, maybe the injuries are adding up. Maybe it's Baker Mayfield that's just getting to him. At one point watching this game, literally, and, and I had the Browns, so it was a frustrating loss for me, but Watching this game, I couldn't help but question if Case Keenum wouldn't be better for this team. Because Baker, and maybe it's because of the injury, but he clearly wasn't, he, he, was, he was making his team worse at parts of this game. His performance has been subpar now for several weeks. And again, it could be the injury, okay? Because he has been banged up this season. And it it stinks, you know? You, you don't want to criticize a guy when he's, when he's dealing hurt. And he did fight in that game against the Chargers. It was a back-and-forth affair. The defense gave up a boatload of points when the Chargers won 47-42. But Baker did everything he could in that, in that game. Right? But right now, this Browns team needs a shakeup. And I don't know what that shakeup is. But this is a team that had very high expectations coming into this season. Very high expectations. And when you start the year with a close game like they had against the Kansas City Chiefs, a game where you could argue they should have won. And now to see them at 3-3 three and three and in last place in their division, I know it's only six games, but I don't think anybody around that organization felt that this team was going to be in last place at any point during the year. The Bengals are four and two. Steelers are three and three. Ravens are five and one. And the Ravens, you know, they beat if they beat the Bengals on Sunday, and let's say the Browns lose on Thursday to the Broncos, which they could, as as banged up as they are, <laughs> you know, this division could be over. Think about that. And let's look at the Browns' next couple of games here. They're home against the Broncos on Thursday night again. I'm not comfortable backing them right now, laying five points as banged up as they are. So they come away from that game, and then they're hosting the Steelers. Coin flip game, right? Even though I'm down on the Steelers this year, it's a tough division rivalry game, coin flip. Then they go on the road to face the Bengals where, you know, before the season started, I was chalking that up as a win. 
I don't think you can do that now. Not the way that the Bengals have looked. Then they go on the road to face the Patriots. That's going to be a tough game. Home against the Lions. They're going to win. Well, they should win. Then they go to the Ravens. And then they play the Ravens again. And then it's Raiders, Packers, Steelers. I mean, this this schedule is difficult. This is a difficult schedule for the uh, Cleveland Browns. And sitting here at 3-3, three and three, I just don't know how confident I am in them getting up to 10 or 11 wins. And so if this team is at best 9-8, and eight, is that good enough to get into the playoffs in the AFC? They don't win the division. They're gonna have, obviously, they're going to be fighting for a wild card. I mean, it, I guess it matters. You, you, you got to picture what's going to happen in the West. Raiders, Chiefs, and who knows. But season's getting, as Yogi would say, getting late early for the Cleveland Browns. Let me tell you about Indeed. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. We'll get more into the NFL, plus look ahead at the Week 7 lines coming up next here on The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Scott Sattenberg back here with you, the look ahead here on VSN, the sports betting network. Network. Uh, how much of a public day was it on Sunday? Well, only 42 picks were lost in the Circa Survivor contest. That includes 10 people that didn't submit their picks. So really, only 32 picks were lost. Everyone, all the favorites just dominated. We know that. Top five consensus picks in the Circa Millions contest went four and one, with the Browns being the only one that lost. Favorites went 10 and three straight up. That includes. Thursday night football. So nine and three straight up favorites on the week here on Sunday. And we'll see if it closes out with another favorite covering and winning on Monday night football. The Buffalo Bills are a six point favorite over the Tennessee Titans with a total of 53. Let's take a look ahead to the week seven lines in the NFL. As we mentioned earlier, the Browns are at home on Thursday night football. They are five-point favorites over the Broncos. Then on Sunday, it is the Ravens laying six and a half to the upstart Cincinnati Bengals, who have been one of the most surprising stories of the season so far at four and two on the year. The uh, Green Bay Packers, they are 10-point favorites, and this is one of the games. There's actually four games on this schedule for Sunday in week seven that have massive double-digit spreads. Green Bay is the first one. Ten-point favorites over the Washington football team. Atlanta is a one-point favorite over the Miami Dolphins. The Patriots, six-and-a-half-point favorites over the New York Jets. The Panthers on the road, two-and-a-half-point favorites at the Giants. The Kansas City Chiefs currently four-point favorites over the Titans and We'll wait and see what happens with the Titans on Monday Night Football. That could change this spread in uh, the game. The Rams, 15.5-point favorites against the Detroit Lions. The Raiders are three-point favorites at home against the Eagles. The Cardinals at home are 17-point favorites over the Texans as Arizona looks to get off to a 7-0 start. They are 6-0 on the year. The Bucks are 
18-point favorites against the Bears. The 49ers, four-point favorites against the Colts. Monday Night Football, it'll be the Saints, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Seattle. The Dallas Cowboys, so far this season, 5-1 and one on the year, but they are 6-0 and oh against the spread. They are the only team in the NFL that is perfect against the spread. They head into their bye week now. When they come off of their bye, they will host the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday night, Halloween night on uh, October 31st. Uh, excuse me, they won't host the Vikings. They will be in Minnesota against the Vikings. That's a tough game. Curious to see what the spread is going to be there. If I had to handicap it right now, it would be close to a pick Because the Cowboys, to me, are the better team. They should be favored, but Minnesota does have a good home field advantage. So I think this is a very, very close game, very, very close spread. I have to keep an eye on that moving forward to see uh, what that's going to be after the Cowboys come off of their bye week. In terms of the uh, survivor picks, well, everyone covered here in week six, but in week seven, you have the Bucks against the Bears. I don't see Tampa losing at home. Uh, the Cardinals against the Texans will probably be the most selected game uh, in the pools. Rams at home against the Lions, laying 15 and a half points. And then, of course, Packers at home against Washington. I mean, you know, any of those four teams lose. It would be very, very shocking. The, the four-team money line parlay is probably going to be the chalky parlay of the day. And if you just looked at it right now, I wonder if you can even get even money on it. You might not even get even money on a four-team parlay. Nope. Minus 161 on a four-team money line parlay. Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, and Packers. That you won't do it. Isn't that crazy? You don't even get even money on a parlay with those uh with those teams. But at minus one sixty, I mean, is there a better bet <laughs> than taking those four to win their games at minus one sixty? Right now, uh, updating your futures here in the NBA, uh, excuse me, in the NFL. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are your favorite to win the Super Bowl, plus four fifty. Followed by the Bucks at plus six hundred, the Chiefs at plus seven hundred, Rams at plus eight hundred, Ravens are plus a thousand. Are the Ravens worth a look at plus a thousand? Considering that they are now five and one, and they look great against a team that I thought was the best in the AFC in the Chargers. You know the Chargers; they came into this game off of. Such a high beating, you know, they beat the Chiefs, beat the Raiders in a tough game, beat the Chargers in a back-and-forth game, but maybe it was the defensive inefficiencies that we saw against the Browns that should have been eye-opening here going up against the, 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 the Ravens. They just could not stop the run in this game. The Ravens ran all over them. And it was just a multitude of people running the football. I mean, there were four players that had eight or more carries. Devontae Freeman carried it nine times. Lamar rushed eight times. Latavius Murray nine times. Le'Veon Bell rushed eight times. Collectively as a team, they ran the football for 187 
yards and three touchdowns. And it was shocking that the Chargers offense could not do anything. Austin Eckler had six carries for seven yards. And what that should tell you right away is that they were down early and completely had to get away from any type of offensive game plan and just play catch-up all day. They were chasing from the get-go. In their opening drive, they go nine yard, nine plays and 33 yards, and they're forced to punt at the 47-yard line. And then this is where this is where the game just got ugly. They had a three and out, followed by another three and out, followed by a five and out, followed by a five and out. <laughs> and then they finally get a touchdown on uh, two on uh, two plays because of an interception. So listen to how the first half played out here. Punt, Ravens touchdown. Punt, Ravens touchdown. Punt, punt, turnover on downs, Ravens field goal. Interception, then they get an interception, they get a touchdown. It's 17-6 at the half. And then second half, buzzsaw. Ravens get a touchdown, they turn it over on downs, then the Ravens get a field goal, then they go three and out, Ravens get a touchdown, then it's another punt, then you you get the drift here. They could not convert on third downs. They were three of 12 on third downs and one of four on fourth downs. The Ravens defense able to get off the field, the Chargers unable to extend any drives, and this is a Chargers team that scored 47 against the Browns, that scored 28 against the Raiders, 30 against the Chiefs. This is a Chargers team that this season, this season, has scored 148 points. They only managed six points in this game. That to me was the most one of the more shocking results here on this uh, week six Sunday was the Chargers' inability to do anything offensively. Forget about their defense because their defense has given up points all season long. So forget about the defense not being able to stop the Ravens' rushing attack. It was the offense. I mean, they looked like they never got off the plane. Their offense was just non-existent against the against the Ravens. And so the Chargers now, you know, I I thought they were a good bet to win the AFC, but maybe now it's the Ravens at plus 450 to win the AFC as the real value. Because if they win the division, they're going to have home game. They're going to and and at 5 and 1, they're off to a tremendous start and it it might be multiple home games. This this team just looks really really good right now. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We continue to look ahead. Coming up next here on The Look Ahead on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
Sports Betting Network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von will provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season. And get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network, college football Another exciting weekend and another exciting week ahead, which is going to see several ranked teams be underdogs to unranked opponents. We'll go through those games coming up in just a moment, but let's take a look now at the rankings and where we are in terms of your college football playoff landscape. Georgia is number one, big victory for them over Kentucky. Uh, Cincinnati moves up to number two. Oklahoma, who looked really good after starting Caleb Williams at quarterback. And it's like I said last week, perhaps the win over Texas and Caleb Williams taking over for Spencer Rattler, that could be the spark that Oklahoma needs. And now they can roll and start to look like the Oklahoma Sooners team that we thought we were going to see uh, before the season started. So Oklahoma is at number three. Alabama is at number four. Ohio State, five. Michigan, six. Penn State, seven. Oklahoma, eight. Oklahoma State, excuse me, eight. Michigan State, nine. And Oregon, ten. The Big Ten is going to play itself out. With Iowa losing now, the chances of the Big Ten getting two teams into the college football playoff is pretty much gone. Uh, unless there is a uh, unless you have a scenario in which Michigan goes undefeated and loses the last game of the season to Ohio State and Ohio State wins the Big 10 championship game and you're going to have to decide does a one-loss Michigan get in over somebody else as a second team from the Big Ten? But right now, the Big Ten champion is going to get into the college football playoff, whether it's Ohio State, Michigan State, or uh, Michigan. Penn State, they, well, I guess they still have a chance. Everyone still has a chance because if you look at the Big Ten East standings right now, uh, Michigan State is a 4-0, Michigan is 3-0, Ohio State's 3-0, Penn State is 2-1, but Penn State does play Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. So there is a chance that if Penn State wins out, they're going to the Big Ten Championship game. So no one in the Big Ten East is out of it yet because those four teams haven't played each other yet. So the four-team round robin, if you will, that is going to play itself out in the Big Ten, the Big Ten East at least. Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all will play each other over the next couple of weeks. 
and only one of them is going to go to the title game against uh, what is likely going to be Iowa because in the Big Ten West, um, Minnesota and Purdue are the only other teams that have one loss on their schedule, and the only one that can, you know, I guess Purdue has the tiebreaker. So if Purdue was to win out, they could represent the Big Ten West. But Purdue has to play Wisconsin this week, which they are an underdog in. They have to play against Michigan State, and they have to play against Ohio State. So I don't think that's going to happen. Iowa's remaining schedule is uh, against Wisconsin, against Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, and Nebraska. We'll see. Anyway. Winner of the Big Ten, likely going to get into the college football playoff. Winner of the SEC, going to get into the college football playoff. And then you start to look for two other teams. Right now, Oklahoma going undefeated and winning the Big 12 is a lock. They're in. One loss Oklahoma winning the Big 12, it would depend who the loss is to. For example, let's say, and and this is all hyperbole, we don't know, but let's say Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State and then beats Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. Because you play them, you know, two weeks in a row, right? Let's say Oklahoma State is undefeated, which is going to be tough because... They uh, they are going to they're actually going to be underdogs this weekend. So it's one of those games that I got to talk about with them being an underdog this weekend. But let's just say that Oklahoma State goes undefeated. Oklahoma goes undefeated. The two teams meet in a Big Ten championship game preview, last game of the regular season. Then they'll play the Big Ten Big Twelve championship game. So Oklahoma loses, then wins. One loss, Oklahoma. Maybe you still put them in. Cincinnati is undefeated right now and ranked number two. They will play Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, South Florida, SMU, and East Carolina. The only thing that they got going for them right now is that SMU is currently 6-0 and ranked number 21. If SMU can continue to win, and SMU has to play Tulane, Houston, Memphis, and UCF. But if they win those next four games, and SMU is 10-0 going into that game against Cincinnati, that will help out tremendously for Cincinnati. Because if they win that game, it gives them another, I wouldn't say big, but another relevant win on their resume. Because right now, the only relevant wins on their resume are at Indiana, which doesn't even look that relevant right now, but it is a Big Ten school and it is on the road, but especially the win at Notre Dame. They need to have SMU be 10-0 at that, at that point and beat them. But anyway, even if they don't, they're not going to drop significantly in the rankings because they're going to keep going. They're going to keep winning. They're going to go undefeated. I can see them dropping, though, maybe 
going behind Oklahoma, especially if Oklahoma has wins against Iowa and Iowa, excuse me, Iowa State and Oklahoma State at the end of the season. I can see them dropping below Alabama because Alabama, with a win against Auburn at the end of the year, is going to make their schedule look a little better, especially the way that Auburn's playing right now. So to see Cincinnati get into the college football playoff, I think there's, there's a couple of things that could happen. But the biggest thing and the easiest thing No, it's not just going undefeated because they need more help. It's not a lock that they're getting to the college football playoff. They need Georgia to beat Alabama in the SEC title game. And if that happens, Cincinnati will get in. But if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC title game, not only will I lose my plus 230 Georgia ticket to win the SEC, but... Alabama will get into the college football playoff as a one-loss SEC champ, and Georgia will get into the college football playoff as a one-loss non-SEC champion. If Georgia goes undefeated into the SEC championship game against Alabama, they're in win or lose, and it's either you win and you're the one seed, or you lose and you're the four seed. That's all they're going to be playing for. Now, taking a look at this weekend's games, I mentioned that there are several ranked teams that are underdogs to unranked opponents. Well, it's going to happen here where you have number 25, Purdue, a three-point dog to Wisconsin, number eight, Oklahoma State, a seven-point dog at Iowa State, number 10, Oregon, a one-and-a-half-point dog at UCLA, and you're also going to have number 22, San Diego State, a four-point dog at Air Force. So you have several games in which ranked opponents are underdogs to unranked opponents. And the most notable one, I would say, is number eight, Oklahoma State, at 6-0 and on the year, is a seven-point underdog on the road at Iowa State. And I'll be honest, kind of like Iowa State in that matchup. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow along on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll talk about the Major League Baseball postseason, uh, as well as a little bit of Thursday Night Football. Uh, I'm Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead, here on VCMB Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK systems that's through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, Betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis. You get everything vcin has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Major League Baseball postseason has been exciting. Certainly the National League Championship Series has been exciting. We've had two walk-off wins in two games, the Braves walking off once again in the bottom of the ninth. They beat the Dodgers 5-4. to four. They take a two-games-to-none series lead as the series shifts back or shifts to L.A. for the first time. And before you think that, hey, the series might be over, the old cliche, a series doesn't begin until a team loses a home game. And last season, the Braves won the first two games of the NLCS. Uh, however, the Dodgers did win four out of the next uh, five is they win, They won the series in seven. A little bit different this year because it's actually being played in their home ballparks as opposed to last year 
when it was all in Texas. But still, Braves won the first two games last season. So uh, Dodgers-Braves now will shift to L.A. Game three coming up on uh, Tuesday, and it will be Walker Bueller against Charlie Morton. couple of things here. Remember before the series started when I went over the odds for the Braves to win the series at plus 185. And I said, rather than betting the Braves plus 185 to win the series, you were better off betting them on the money line on every game. Well, if you've done that so far, you're up 2.5 units already because they were plus 150 here on uh, Sunday, and they were even money. Well, they were minus 110 uh, line in game one. So you're plus 2.5 units. You could decide to cash out and not bet anymore, and you've already done better than having the plus 185, or you keep riding them every game moving forward because they will be an underdog, a heavy underdog moving forward. The Dodgers are minus 190 for game three. So you're going to get north of plus 150 here in these games. So if, you, if you're if you a Braves backer, you keep backing them on the money line. But you've already made your money more so in the first two games if you bet that way than you would have if you took them at plus 185 to start the, the series. Here's the other interesting dynamic of this now. Because of the way that the first two games have played out, the Braves are now favored to win that series. Right? The Braves are favored to win the series. Uh, to win the National League, the Braves are minus 190. The Dodgers are plus 160. This is on DraftKings. Yet, the Dodgers are going to be heavily favored in at, at the very least, these next two games in L.A., like I said, they're minus 190 in Game 3. So if you think the Dodgers are going to come back to win, take the plus money now, plus 160, rather than laying the money line on each game. Like I said, they're going to be minus 190 in Game 3. It'll probably be the same in Game 4. And on the other side, if you're betting them, there's no reason to bet the Braves at minus 190 at all. You have if you if you want to bet the Braves, just bet them again on the money line. They're going to be over plus 150 in every game, and you just need them to win two games. But minus 190, there's no reason to risk that at all. No reason to risk that. Uh, currently, your brave the Braves are the favorite right now to win the World Series because they have a two games to none advantage. They're plus two hundred five to win the World Series. Astros plus two twenty five. Dodgers plus three twenty. Red Sox plus three eighty. So you can still get a good value on the Dodgers if you think that they're going to win the World Series. Uh, as far as the American League um, Championship Series goes, and by the way, the Braves it's plus one sixty for Game Three. So Dodgers plus Dodgers minus one ninety, Braves plus one sixty. Uh, it's Eduardo Rodriguez against Jose Urquidy. That series is tied at a game apiece. Red Sox are a small minus one twenty favorite over the Astros, who are even money. The total in this one is nine. I don't like betting a side in the American League Championship Series because I think it's an absolute coin flip. What I do like betting is the over. 
Now, both games to start this series have gone over. Game one was a 5-4 win by the Astros. Game two was a 9-5 win by the Red Sox. And if you look at the Red Sox so far this postseason, there have been three games at Fenway Park. There was the wild card game against the Yankees, which they won. Uh, the final score in that one was 6-2. to two. Eight runs were scored. And then the two games against the Rays, it was 6-4, 10 runs, and 6-5, 11 runs. So you're at, you're at 29 runs in three games. You're almost averaging 10 runs a game in the games at Fenway Park. Total is nine. I like betting the over between both of these teams. Eduardo Rodriguez, Jose Urquidy. It's Fenway Park. It's the Major League Baseball postseason. I think I'll take the over. In fact, if you're looking right now at where the Major League Baseball postseason has gone so far, home teams uh, overall in the playoffs are 14-7 and right now. 14-7. and And overs so far in the Major League Baseball postseason, 12 to nine. So overs lead 12 to nine. Home teams lead 14 to seven. That's what we're looking at right now in the Major League Baseball postseason. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Uh, that's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, the guys will be joined by Michael Lombardi, our very own host here at VSIN of the Lombardi line, former NFL executive. He'll join the program at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. At 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Kenny White, professional football handicapper, will join the program. I'm sure he's going to talk plenty about Monday night football between the Bills and the Titans and wonder if this trend of favorites is going to continue here on Monday. Favorites have dominated this week. They are 10-3 and three straight up. 10-3 and three straight up. Only 8-5 and five against the spread, but 10-3 and three straight up. So, are the Bills a good play in a teaser? They're six-point favorites. Do you want to push them down to a pick them and take the Bills? Or they're six and a half. You want to take them just to be minus a half and think that they're going to win and use another team as the other side of that teaser somewhere later in the week? Do you want to look at the total at 53 and tease it down like Bills and the over is a teaser? Because uh, that is right now the popular bets on, if you look at the betting splits, courtesy of the DraftKings Sportsbook, right now the over 53 is getting 83% of the handle, uh, or 82% of the handle on the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Buffalo Bills at minus 6.5, or minus 6, it actually was 5.5, they were getting 90% of the handle. That's why this line has moved from 5.5 to now 6.5. And, and the over still at 53, which is pretty interesting considering the large amount of handle on uh, this total. But let's take a look at some props for this game on Monday night. The quarterback props, Josh Allen, 292.5 passing yards, Ryan Tannehill, 236 and a half rushing totals. Derrick Henry, 97 and a half. And you can't go wrong going over on Derrick Henry's, right? Josh Allen's rushing total is 31 and a half. 
Uh, Stefan Diggs receiving total is 84 and a half. And here's an interesting nugget. You're looking at touchdown props. Derrick Henry is minus 215 to score a touchdown. And you know me, I like to look at the multiple touchdown uh, scores, something that you know I can't bet. I don't have a book here that, that does that. Um, but we would have hit one last week if we did the uh, two touchdown scores. We actually had two players that we would have hit them both on the two touchdown scores. Uh, right now, let's see. Derrick Henry. Mm, don't see him. Oh, plus 260. Derrick Henry would have two or more touchdowns. Yeesh. How about Josh Allen, plus 650? Maybe he runs into. Let's put a little sprinkle on that. Uh, I do like the Bills to win the game, though. As far as covering, not so much, but I do like them uh, straight up, though. So maybe include them in a teaser piece. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's beyond zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our beyond zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart.